Welcome to episode 226 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode 226 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? I'm good, I'm alive. Are you all shook up? Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Yes, I am all shaken up. We, we, before we even start the show today, we must say a big thank you to everybody who on Facebook and, and Athlinks mm-hmm. and, and just through email sent us uh, just questions of concern. Eh? We've got so many emails, pretty mm. wicked, eh? We'll go on that in a moment, but if you hadn't heard, there was a massive 7.4... Um, 7.1 wasn't it? Was it 7.1 It was yeah. 7.4 and then got downgraded to 7.1 Have they had you downgraded it? I don't know but that's what happened I was watching it all live on TV from Tekapo Oh were you? And we'll go into that in a moment But it was a big earthquake in Christchurch and a lot of damage a lot of, Oh that's part of our news It is part of our news Oh it's a leading I story Oh I was going to say what on now but no, Leading story Leading story Earthquake in Christchurch We're like CNN John No, it is Oh it's good times We'll bring you the real news Okay I Talk is proudly brought to you by Coffeesofhawaii.com Get on there to get that rich aroma when you're under stress Athlinks.com Get in and connect with your mates when you're under stress Triathlontoons.com Good way to have a laugh when you're under stress And Extreme Endurance Get rid of that lactic acid that you stress. get when you're under stress That's right Beautiful thing Okay, this week's show we're going to put in news We've got an age group of the week uh, Website of the week yes. And questions and answers John's written down everything that told me none of it's happening So uh, news is proudly brought to you by xtry.com to get xtry for latest news, reviews, interviews with the stars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't have earthquake news, John. I did not. I checked. Oh. X-try sharp enough. Oh, Jesus. It was just another bloody aftershock. Oh, I didn't feel that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. It's shaking. <laughs> Tell you what. Okay, so so it, it, it's not stop, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. ridiculous. Last night we in, in our sleep. Joe, my partner, came around in the middle of the night because she was scared of her own place. <clears throat> And it's, uh, we had a couple of 5.4s. So for a 5.4 earthquake. So basically the deal was on Saturday morning in Christchurch, or just 4.30. 4.35, when I checked my watch, it was 4.37. Um, 7.1 earthquake. Um, a lot of you guys will see it on the news. Major devastation, but I would say that it's centred in certain areas. So yep. for the, the majority, well, I don't know if the majority is the right word, but very, very large parts of Christchurch, yeah, very it's, minor it's not damage. like the whole city. Like some people ring me from out of town saying, "Oh my God, it looks so terrible your cities," <laughs> but it, it's not really in ruin. There's parts of yeah. it where there's a lot of damage, but it's not. When you look at some of those, you know, poorer countries, earthquakes which really destroys their infrastructure. Mm. And, you know, it's a pain, but it's not like that. It's uh, so to give you guys a conception of what it was like. It was uh, 7.1, which is the same as what they had in Haiti, um, where thousands of people died. But yeah, the result has been. A lot of the city centre I drove through town We used to say to go, to go somewhere And it's um, Even though you're not supposed to be driving anywhere They're saying What are they calling you? A rubber knicker Yeah, yeah. No I had, to, I had a session to sure In Hackley sure Park um, But it was In town It is really bad And in certain parts of, of Christchurch um, It is just people's houses Are just completely screwed Yeah Completely screwed Roads are screwed up um, but yeah, it is, it's, Christchurch is based on a, a swamp, and so a lot of liquefaction happened with the, the, the soil, and so houses sunk, cracked, broke. But in other areas, like where Bevan and I live, there's chimneys down and that a few walls down in terms yeah, of people's... Yeah, water cylinders leaking. Yeah, and so they're saying 100,000 homes are damaged out of about 150,000 homes in Christchurch, but I think a lot of it would be like, like minor, years, things. minor yeah. things. But for some people, 
it is serious. And one thing, uh, in terms of listeners uh, affected, I was watching the news yeah. last night. Good fish Fishmongers, which is our favourite fish and chip shop, and that's in an area where the buildings are a little bit older in Christchurch. So it was just getting completely smashed down. Yeah. Went in there with the, um, so how does that to you, mate? Because I'm sure, you know, that's a good little business too. And yeah. so, you know, it's obviously a bit of stress for him right now. So, you know, the community's thinking of you, mate. Yeah, it's Richard Collins owns that, and he's a, he's a listener and a, uh, a local athlete. Um, but, yeah, it seems like it's going to majorly affect businesses um, yeah. in town um, and then pockets of houses are just completely screwed but large parts of Christchurch are affected. It is one of the nice things about it, you know, like two two nice things, first of all no one died, mm-hmm. which is just phenomenal when you kind of, if it had happened at any other time of the day there would have been oh, deaths. for sure. You know, if it happened five, four, three hours earlier or three yeah. hours later uh, the, you know, there would have been deaths and uh, it's just phenomenal no one died so that's pretty awesome but second of all, um it does bring the community back into the, you know, oh, yeah. you know, like you, you go anywhere and everyone's talking because mm. we've got this common thing that we're talking about. But it, it, you know, there's a nice feel around the city right now, isn't there? And at the end of the day, m- most things are going to be covered by insurance. Yeah. It's going to be huge inconvenience, but most things should be covered by insurance. So it's, builders uh, will be loving it. Oh, mate, it's going to be, and that's a, that's there's a big opportunity. You know, yeah, there's going to be a lot of extra work out there, um, but still. I think most people would rather it hadn't it happened. Yep. For Bevan and I, we were actually both out of town. I yeah, was about um, two and a half hours away in Tekapo um, on a little holiday with the family. Felt it pretty strong there. Um, it was, you know, we were in an A-frame house and it was seriously rocking. We were just at that stage like, holy shit, let's get out of here. Oh, really? um, but then it, then it stopped and it was uh, the kids slept through it. And that's what I hear a lot of in crisis. A lot of kids slept through it. Ones that didn't, apparently some of them were a bit traumatised. Yeah. Um, and all the schools are still closed, and a lot of areas—not um, a lot of areas, but pretty much 80 percent, I think, of Christchurch was without power for all day Saturday. It came back on and Saturday water, night. We're still boiling our water, boiling yeah. our water, yeah. and it does make you realise how unprepared you are, eh? Mm. Like you know, you always hear about you know have a have a bloody civil defence kit at home where you've got all your food and yeah. you pack up water and stuff, and you know, Christchurch are actually pretty—it's not that bad, yeah, but. Uh, you know, if it, maybe a you know the couple's you know numbers higher and earthquake and you know mm-hmm. I would have been stuffed. Yeah. You know, like I had nothing prepared, so you know, do your work. I was actually in Dunedin, and mm-hmm. uh, and the thing is, in Dunedin, it was <laughs> I don't actually know how high it was there, but it wasn't that bad. It went for a period of time, but I was sitting mm-hmm. in bed and going, oh, I got an earthquake. Should I get out of bed? And yeah. it kind of went for a period of time, but it wasn't getting any worse. So I just stayed in bed, and then I didn't really get a chance to see the news, and so I went mm-hmm. pretty much from the earthquake to work. And then worked all day, and Joe texted me saying it was. I'd spoken to Joe, she said it was really bad. Mm. I didn't really realize how bad it was. Yeah. And then when I got home about seven o'clock at night, I would turn on the news and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like, yeah, it's big time. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, luckily for everyone involved, there was no, no real hardship or as in, you know, injuries. Deaths. Yeah, deaths. Injuries. And, uh, you know, Christchurch will pull through, John. We'll pull through. Because us Cantabs, we're hardcore. Yeah. We are hardcore. Okay, now to the iron triathlon news. That's right. Festival results. Bit of racing on the weekend. The Canadian 226 was on. So in Canada this time of year, you always seem to have like Ironman Canada, Canadian 226, and I think there's another race coming up this weekend. So you have three or four in a row. What was interesting about this one was the winner was Barry Midtruck. Fast time. Um, but he's in the 50 to 54 age group. Oh, no. And he, he did a 9.56, which is still pretty handy for 50 to 54. And second place was also 50 to 54, Kevin Willis. So 9.56 for first. He Sharp it up, young blokes. 105, a 5.12 and a 3.30. And then... Uh, Where do you see the age group? Was it? Um, there. Oh, wow. Category. 
So it's just a small field. They had 40. Maybe it was no young people were allowed. Because, <laughs> oh no, wait a second, there we go. Down at, down at what's, what's this? Down at 13th place, good old Jordan Todd came in and he's only 30 and 34. But the rest of them looking <laughs> plus. Of them. Um, so oh, anyway. sharpen up young people. And then we've got the first female was Michelle Schuler in 1147. Oh, wait a second, she was 30, she was. 35 to 39. Yeah, just a young spring chicken. Oh, spring chicken. So, just out of the just out of the egg. It was a Canadian 226 on and that in that weekend they also have a whole bunch. They have a half, they have an Olympic, they have a they actually have a um, an iron distance duathlon there. So you do a 4K run instead oh, of a 4K wow. swim and then you obviously carry on with the, the bike and the run. Um, they have all different yeah, aqua bellows, so probably probably a pretty cool weekend. Okay, then we had the what was this? Cologne two two six. Yep. Um, Fairly big sized race in Germany. I was watching a little YouTube clip and it was uh, yeah, a lot of guys racing, and that doesn't look quite right. No, it doesn't look quite right, does it? Go go back. Results back. 2010. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you just go to leaderboard? That'll probably give us the. Leaderboard. Here we go, John. Leaderboard. My German is, 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 is somewhat lacking. Same, actually, because I know none. <clears throat> what do you say, Dunker? Dunker? Dunker. Dunker. Entschuldigung. 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 Showing off now. Um. Oh, that's not helping. I see that that's no. teams. Well, I had it. Yes, I had it yesterday. Play a good race. Go, go back. Oh, John. Go back. It's we've got to give the Germans some love. It's a big, big part of our audience. There we go. Click on that. Drop down there, and then go Cologne two two six. Oh, it's because we were looking at the kids. We were looking at the kids. Race. Oh, no, wonder. no wonder they took seven minutes <laughs> to complete nine man. Joseph Spindler took it out in eight forty forty five. He was only thirty five. From T- Tobias Garner. Team TBB. Team TBB. Joseph Spindler. And the, on the female side of things, if you go back, okay. there's also a Team TBB winner. Um, so it's a couple of Germans in the team. How do I go? What do I do? Manen. That's man. And then you go Frauen. 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 There you go. Frauen. Erbergulesi, and that sort of gives you the women's. And then Diana Reiser. One in nine hours, ten minutes. Pretty sharp it's, time. It's pretty weird. This results page. They put every person twice. Yeah, well, that, we, we may not have put something correct in there. But anyway, Team TBB taking first in both the men's and women's race there. Very good. And then we also had Polska Triathlon in Poland. Haven't had a report in from my Polish uh, okay, boys no, yet. No, yet. No result on that one. Uh, and then finally, we had the Sado International Triathlon in Japan. Japan, which we also don't have results. Okay. In. Other results are the Tristar One 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 Monaco happened, and uh, that was with seventy point three. Was a few years ago. It was. They moved away from WTC, went with Tristar, mm. and they had the race on last weekend. And it's a. You know what? I don't know about the distance. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's a cyclist race. It is. You know what I mean? And it's like. Because TK, you're not going to catch up. The guy who won, who took it out? Olivia Marshall, I mean, he's a quality athlete. He's a quality rider. Yeah. And he, but he was off the bike by about three minutes in front or six minutes in front, something stupid like that. Mm. So it's like, it's game over. It is. It's, uh, it's a 1K swim, 100K bike, 10K run. I don't know. I mean, I'd be interested to get other people's feedback. Maybe, you know, the Euro it seems to be a bit more European-based, um, where, where cycling is a bit stronger. Um, maybe it does have appeal over there, but, but like They, they like had around say, 600 people competing in the race. I think they had 660-something. Yeah, they had 660. There you go. And uh, obviously quality field, but just, yeah, you've got to think, well, it's, you're not going to lose any time on a swim. No. Or seconds. <clears throat> and that, that was the thing. It was uh, Chris McCormick came out in second. I don't know what happened to him on the... Right and the right, but they came out in 12 minutes and 10 seconds. So, 12 minutes and 10 seconds in the swim, you're picking probably on that sort of course, you know, probably oh, two hours. Forty five. Oh, yeah, that was just a small one. Yep. Sorry, how they're coming thick and fast. Yeah, all the time. Um, there's you're looking at two hours 45 on the run on the bike, I guess, and then you know, 
low 30, 33 maybe on the run, so it's a bit disproportionate. Yep. But yeah, I don't know what happened with Chris McCormick, but Olivier Marceau took out the men's race from some guys that I haven't really heard of. I think they're Frenchies. And then on the girls' side of things... Yeah, I'm trying to there. Um, oh, what was her name? Christelle Robin finished in first in 4.07, and she was uh, 23 minutes in front. So I've heard of her, but I haven't heard of the other girls. 23 girl. minutes? That's a domination of a dojo in that kind of race. complete domination. Okay, well, Jensen Button did the swim, well, and it was ninth out of the water. They had, but they had some really good teams. So Jensen Button's team, um, he was in the Livestrong team. He had Button, Button, Wirtz, and Rosberg. So Rosberg's also a... Uh, both, all three, I think, are actually Formula One drivers. And then you had some other t- um, teams with Bruno Senna in it. And uh, just some, some real bigwigs. I guess they probably all live in Monaco, so they were just there and, and quite into it. And uh, good to see them racing and good for the profile sport. I'm sure that would have lifted the pro, you know, the, yeah. the general mass media coverage PR in the area. The rest of it. Okay, we also had the World Duathlon champs and on the girls side of things, good old Kat Morrison. Now, is this her third long duathlon champs? But she's also won maybe a short course. She's won long course before. So she's this, won long course twice before. So this is the sort of Olympic distance, a 10k run, 40k bike, And she won standard distance. Run. So she's won this is her third long course, and she won the standard distance in 2006. But on home soil. She must be very, very happy with that. Yeah, and a good, a good solid win there. She won, oh, only won about 30 well, They 20, came off the bike seconds. together. So it was her and Sandra Levinez from France. Apparently they came off the bike together. Apparently Kat Morrison got a uh, penalty in the oh, really? in T2 for either I think it was for maybe di- not dismounting at the right place had a 15 second penalty um, and had to make that up but went on to win by about um, 20 seconds wow. so good good for her and Felicity Sheedy Ryan was in third she's a, an it's ITV 15 second penalty does it kill your race? It doesn't, does it? Uh, it's a 5k run so I mean it's um, depends on the field doesn't it? Yeah if, if, in, but in an ITU you've got all the top dudes here with 15 seconds kill your race? <sighs> It would it would most likely cost you a couple of places. Yeah, most likely. Okay. Um, Unless you're like amazing. Yeah, like Brownlee could probably get away with 15 seconds and some of those guys. But you know, if it was it's uh, about catching the pack back up, isn't it? Yeah. If if, if you if you lose it uh, coming out of the swim, then it's a more of a disadvantage, a big disadvantage. Yeah, if you have it taking it on the run, then it's not such a big issue. Um, interesting on the guys side of things, the, the Belgians are just amazing at duathlon. They took first, second, and third. No, it's oh, not the first time they've done that, and uh, but there's only an eight second split between them. I'll sprint off for the finish. Yeah, so Bert Arnott's uh, won it, and then Rob from Belgium was third, and, <laughs> and uh, Wostenburgs. Jerry Van Stallant was um, third place, and his brother, late brother, was a multiple world champion, got killed in a uh, accident a few years ago. So. Oh, really? What, like a bike accident or something? I'm pretty sure actually he was killed in a bike accident, actually. Mm, that's very sad. Okay, well, coming up this weekend, uh, we've got a couple of races, and I love the way you always put the WTC last. Well, we've got to give the Rev 3 some love. They're cranking it up. I'll tell you it. what. I bigger, got, bigger Del Campo money. was on Facebook the other day saying our WTC website sucks, and I think that's universally thought of. Yeah. And uh, but Rev Three, tell you what, they're showing the merits. Don't look at this website. We'll be showing how it's done on a number of fronts. Firstly, the pro- wait a second before we even go there, John. Bjorn Anderson is showing how it's done on the haircut style. What's happening here, What is going on? Come on, Bjorn. That was the first thing I saw when I pulled up. I was like, what is he doing? I didn't recognise him at first. And then I thought, wow, he looks like some kind of 80s retro band kind of singer, doesn't he? Don't leave me this way. It's it's an interesting one. But that's not a mallet, is it? Because it's long from the top and back. It's a greasy... Yeah, it's kind of like a a, a detective, Mm. isn't he? Yeah. Bjorn the Detective Anderson it's, it's not pretty anyway, Sharpen up Bjorn. the Rev, Rev 3 series um, so they have uh, three 
No, they've got more than three races now because they've introduced no, one four, Costa, Costa Rica now. Yeah. Um, but these are the ones for the money prizes. Because remember, if you won all three... Yep, there's bonus money. Huge money. Uh, so I think they had an Olympic a half, and now they're doing the Iron Distance race. So the reason I put it up there is it's got bigger prize money than um, than on most Ironman races. So $16,000 yep. for, for first place. There is also the series money up for grabs as well. And they're doing a good job of profiling the pros that they've got. Um, they haven't got, you know, for the last race, they haven't got major big hook, big kahuna names. Um, you've got, like, got the likes of uh, Brendan, uh, not Brendan, Keegan Williams, um, oh, there's Keegan. Yeah, Keegan's on there. Team BBB. He's got a bit more hair as well, actually. I'm just calling you on the hair today, but yeah. last time I saw him, he had no hair. Um, scroll up to the top there, Bill. Keegan's got to be just about favourite, doesn't he? He would be one of the favourites. David Thompson, um, he's pretty strong. Bjorn, it would be interesting to see how he goes. Um, there won't probably be a big pack chasing him down. Jason Shortest? Jason Shortest. He raced uh, the week before last, I think, at an Iron Distance It's not a good job of just getting good photos of the pros as well. Normally you get a name, or, or normally you can't even bloody find the pros, and yeah. whereas these guys have actually spent a bit of time. If you click on them, do you get anything or not? Like, no. no. Um, but I think probably the most interesting thing for me uh, for this series, if, if, if she is racing, is Sam Warriner is down to race. The first Iron Distance race she's done. Now, but let's have a look at the females field. Is there anyone of note... Not really that I can see there. No, no names. I'm thinking no, no sort of top ten Kona girls. Amy Marsh, she's won. Uh, she won an Iron Distance race. Was it China or one of those ones in Asia? Yep. Um, so there's nobody here who's going to go. Oh, I'm going to spank this field. Yeah. So Sam Warner, um, I'm going to be really intrigued to see how she races. That's the big story for that, that race. I she should be the pick, won't she? Well, you'd you'd think so. So wait a second. What's her strength as an athlete? Uh, she's she's good all round, you know. She's a great runner. Um, you have to be a fighter, you don't you? But swimming wise, you know, in terms of uh, long course stuff, she's going to be strong compared to ITU stuff. She struggled, but she'll still be probably one of the first girls out of the water. And biking, um, I've, you know, I've been impressed with how she rides, but she she's she hasn't she's compared to what she was like two years ago. She was awesome. She was on fire. Some of the half Ironman she did was just amazing. That was when she had the world number one ranking as well. For ITU, um, but the last, you know, she's had a lot of injuries last year and setbacks. So I'll be interested to see how she goes. I think she could quite easily go top five in Kona if uh, if everything went perfectly. But she's um, not racing Kona this year, is she? No, she will, next yeah. year. So we'll just just have to wait and see. I'm mean, interested to see next year if these guys can actually get these kind of people because of the new qualification. Mm. Mm. Because you know, money it, talks. Money talks. Okay, then so it's Rev three, and then uh, we've also got I'm in Wisconsin, and you know, good old listeners of the show. You want to talk about last year's results? Yeah, briefly. Okay, last year's results. I pulled up John. I did my pay. <coughs> look at this. Pulled up Raynard Tissing. Took it out in eight forty five. Good domination over uh, Christian Ritter and Ramo Rustab in eight fifty one. Find female pro. Female pro, here we go, down, 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 going down, down, down. Amy Marsh, there we go, I knew she'd want to race somewhere. There we go, look at that, 9.43. So she's obviously not backing up this year. And she... then Irene, who's that one? Kinningham. And then lastly, Hilary Biscay. Oh, yep, coming up just about skip the Hilary Meister. Well, I was actually looking at Hilary on Facebook this morning. There we go. Um, so last year was a pretty exciting race, but this year... Good old Michael Shortread has uh, done our piece for us. He goes, here's the list for Ironman Wisconsin, my hometown race. Hope it makes some time for next week's podcast, which it did. Also put on course records for the male and female pros. Very good. 
So I think it was great because uh, I haven't actually checked the website, but what we've found... Oh, wait a second, Hillary's still on her fourth, oh, no, third Iron Man in four weeks. And that's what even said, John. Yes, there she goes. Because what I have been criticising WTC, you go, go onto the website and there's no news about the pros. I haven't actually checked this week, so I'm not going to criticise them quite yet. Okay, wait, uh, well, you, well, you're talking, I'll check, because we've just been talking the big PR for... Uh, Rev 3, seeing how great they have done. So let's have a look at WTC Iron Man. But on the guy's side of things, it's going to be interesting. Um, Joe Gambles is, is, uh, I think, seated here number one. Now, from my memory, he's much more of a short course athlete, so I'm not quite sure uh, in terms of half Iron Man. So I'll be really interested to see, see how he transfers over. The other interesting name on there is Philip Graves. Yep. Because he said oh, he wasn't going to do, do any more Iron Man, but his name appears to be down there. What I think we are going to find more and more often is we've got a list of names here. Because they you just it enter, it, yeah. doesn't cost you to enter, so it'll be hard to sort of confirm um, exactly who is racing. Um, but yeah, other than that, you got the Toby Radcliffe in there, he's number five seed. I think he's still trying to get that sub nine. I think he hasn't quite got there yet. Well, this is not a course to sub nine over there because, uh, as we'll find out, the course record is only eight forty three by Chris McDonald in two thousand and eight. Um, I'd probably try it right there. Yeah, let's try their own website because uh, elsewhere on the men's side of things, Constantine Bashor. He came out to Christchurch a few years ago. He's uh, number nine, and I uh, wouldn't be surprised at all if he puts in a strong race. And outside of that, you know, there's a Stefan Ryson in there, um, and no real big hitters. It's starting to get too close to Kona for them to sort of come out and play. Gives other things. We've got Gina Crawford, Hillary's back, Desiree Ficker, who's been here, who's coming back on form, isn't she? She is. And you've also got in there um, Bella Bayless. Oh, really? So I think <clears throat> she's down, right oh, down there at 54. So. I think it's going to be a really interesting battle because that, that, that is the all kind of similar athlete, aren't they? Three athletes who have had, well, Philly Ribisky. Uh, I mean, um, Desiree Fick is sort of on her way back. Yep. Gina started the year okay, but it really hasn't done anything since, and had some really poor results by her standards yep. when she's a, you know been a top ten in Kona. And likewise with Bella, she hasn't had that sort of stellar Bella year. Stella Bella, John, uh, back in. <laughs> so that um, should be her like her, her bloody her logo, Stella uh, Bella. You know, Hillary's um, going to be always going to be there or thereabouts, but she's probably going to, especially when she's racing her sort of third or fourth. Yeah, in no, a row. I doubt she's going in it to win it. But, but I, three, I think the thing with Bella is that one thing about Bella is she's normally so consistent, isn't mm-hmm. she? You know, she, even on a bad day, she's still going to pick, pick up a podium. But this year, she hasn't kind of right. been as successful as what she's been over the last few years. So, totally. as you say, you've got three athletes who are on their day, are bloody great athletes, haven't quite been on their top form lately. So, it's going to be a great race. And. You've got to wonder if they're all going to back up and do Kona or not. So maybe just click on there and see if before we start sliding. No, because it just takes you to... There's no photos. Let's put it that way. We can't judge yeah. your haircuts. Participation list for the uh, Iron Man. Where, where are we at this weekend? Wisconsin. Wisconsin, just there. Okay, let's go. Let's hope for photos, John. Hope for photos. No, they've got an alphabetical list. Yep. Not even pros listed. Good so. old uh, Chad. How's that one? A.B. A.B.? And his brother, probably Eric A.B. Are taking it out. And they're not pros, but I think they're going to win, John. Next week when we talk about go. the ABs. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be. Re- I think the women's race here is going to be really interesting three-way um, battle. Course records: um, Chris it's McDonald eight forty-three, Radar Tissing eight forty-five, and Chris Lieto eight forty-six. <laughs> so it's not a fast course. Those guys, you know, on their day are, are, are low eight-hour eight, eight guys. And Gita Ferguson holds the women's record at nine thirty-seven. Amy Marsh in second at nine forty-three, and Heather Golnick 
and 946. Interestingly, Amy Marsh is racing Rev 3, and Heather Golnick is the sort of the brains behind the Rev 3 series. Oh, very good. Mm. Okay, well, there uh, this weekend also we've got coming up, we've got the Spirit in Canada. Montreal, that'll be. Yep. yep. And then. The Astro Mad in Madrid in Spain. Oh, I, like that. I was just on Facebook earlier this morning, Chrissy Wellington had on her status, and I kind of thought we'd talk about it. Boulder athletes, family, friends, pets, join in a sing-along. A random group, including the drummer from Def Leppard. Now, that's the guy with one arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, Remember, yeah, yeah, remember yeah. the one-arm drummer? Yeah. Love Bites! <laughs> Did you like Def yeah, Leppard? I was Def Leppard. Yeah, yeah man, they, they were pretty big, weren't they? they were. The one-arm drummer. It would have been the, the sort of late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. yeah. No... More late 80s. Yeah, yeah. Early 90s was the Nirvana time. Right. Yeah. Kind of screamy rock kind of died. Okay. But late 80s, Def Leppard, the one-armed drummer, he was a man, wasn't he? He was going for it. He had all these foot pedals to make it work, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Well, Scott Tinley, Andy Pottsley, and the Cave, Brian Rhodes, and more are recording a song in aid of the Blazeman Foundation for ALS. We'll be in, Colorado, uh, in a Boulder studio this Friday p.m. Everyone is welcome to come and croon for the cause. Facebook me or contact Mark Mason for more info. Roach is going to be screaming. He's been doing the Def Leppard. He's going to be screaming. <laughs> I think he was the missing member of Def Leppard. Oh, dear me. <laughs> By all means, we'll try, Bevan, it's your job to do your P's and try to get hold of. I'm sure this song. will be on. They'll, they'll be selling because obviously yeah. they'll be take, making money from it. Um, we'll, hopefully, we can get hold of it because we'll maybe play a, a portion of it. Mm. It's a good PR for the song. Here we go. Because who do you think is going to be the best singer of the group? I, I think I think I think Potts. Potts I, th- is gonna I think t- Tinley and Rhodes will think they're going to be the best. Yes, yes, <laughs> but, nah. but probably not be the case. I think Potts is going to take it. Okay, love your work, John's ITU update. John, what's been happening? It's a big weekend coming up. Double points this weekend, John. Double points. It's a world championship. So basically, does double points even matter? Yes, okay, it I'm certainly pull up does. While you're talking. Pull up, pull up that. I'm going to talk about the series prize money as well. No, it wouldn't come up, wouldn't it? No. Uh, anyway, I think I can remember some of it. It's loading there. What have we got going on? Yeah, but look. Oh, flipping neck. Yeah. Flipping Max. No, that's not Max. That's, they use a PC to make this website. Um, anyway, so it's the final round of the series. It's in uh, Budapest. Uh, so what that means, it's also the Age Group World Championship, so a lot of people will be heading over there. It's going to be a bit of a dumbass course. It's going to be flat, and uh, mm. it's going to be huge draft you know for the Age John? Groupers. It's dumbass. It is dumbass. So... Age groupers, just be ready for drafting because it's going to happen. It's going to be like Gold Coast last year. Um, what's going to be really interesting, though, is the number one ranking is up for grabs. And from memory, when I was looking at it yesterday, 55,000 US. Um, so if you get points for the ranking overall, do you get a lot of money for that, do you? Yeah, 55,000. I think it drops like 15,000 or so per second. So rankings are really important. So wait a second, how many groups. points do you get if you win normally? Well... I can't remember, but, um, <laughs> but like for example, on the girls' side, I think Andrea Hewitt is only 50 points behind Moffat, yeah. and the difference between, say, the World Championship Series first and second from memory was about, like, maybe 200 points or something like that. It must be more than it, because how many races are there? You, you have five counting races. Yeah, so five counting races, and they've already got 2,500 points. Yeah, but I'm saying the difference between first and second. That's so about I, think, I think it might have been 1,100 for first, 1,100 okay. points. Okay. And then second was like maybe 900 okay, points. Great. So whoever finishes first uh, in front of each other out of Andrea Hewitt and Emma Moffat will be um, the World Series champion. Lisa Norton's in third might be a, bit, a little bit bridged, a little bit too far. Oh, you just don't know about it. If someone has a bad day. Yep, totally. You know what I mean? like, um, and then on the guys' side of things, 
Jan Frodeno is leading his Olympic champion. He's got a good lead. He's got about 300 points in front, or but, 250. Uh, look, I mean, I was looking at the points. If he finishes, say, more than about three places behind Javier Gomez, if Gomez, say, won, and he finished maybe three points behind, three points places behind, then he might sort of start to fall behind. The rest of the guys... Um, Do anyone else, like, if you go down to third place, good old Alexander... Brikhanov, no, he won't get anywhere. Too far away? Yeah, too far oh, away. He just won't get anywhere. He'll get top 10, but the Russians uh, peaked early in the season. They're starting to falter. Uh, fade out. Where's the Kiwis? Job Kiwis in 14? Are, yeah, we're not looking too good. What happened? And Bevan's not racing either, so he's going to drop down way further than that. Why is he not racing? Uh, he's smoked himself. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has smoked himself. Um, well, our only hope is really good old Andrew Hewitt. Yeah, and Debbie Tanner can hopefully move up a few rankings. It's likely it's going to be a bit of a, um, a race within a race, I think, because yeah, it's so a flat let's, course. Let's say Andrew Hewitt. Second place overall. Do we go to a few people who are down a little bit lower, but still pretty good athletes to say, hey, how you doing? Do the old Pakistani hey. slide. <laughs> the old Pakistani <laughs> slide. <laughs> By that, I'm referring, <laughs> referring to the cricketers who are dodgy as hell. Oh, well, they got busted. They got, did you see the clip? Yeah, I didn't see the clip, but I've heard all about oh, it. Oh, they're, they're, they're just putting money in front of them, mate. Yeah. yeah oh, it's a huge amount of money. Yeah. Maybe they found like £15,000 or something in uh, one of the Pakistanis' room in cash the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, but do, do you do that? But is it illegal to do that, first of all? Totally, it must be. Really? It must be. Okay, look, can I go to you, I'll give you a thousand bucks to race with me? I, I would have thought if you said to somebody, I'll give you a thousand bucks to finish behind me, I'm sure this. No, not to finish behind me, yeah. to, to race for me. Oh, to do that, no, that's fine. I mean, um, you know, because there's team racing that goes on in triathlon, you know, you have your, some, some countries. Yeah, so let's say she goes to DB Tanner, who maybe DB Tanner would be good enough to help her. She wouldn't, but yeah. Okay, let's say she was. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you know, you, you know you're, you're currently in 18th. You get nowhere, so let's help me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a thousand bucks. You know, it's, it's a, that's well, a week's it, food. It, it happens in, um, yeah, the Olympics. Um, I, I noticed the Americans have got the same policy as New Zealand now. They've got, you know, they'll select their first two athletes, and the if, third. if the third athlete does not meet the selection criteria, it basically says that the selectors have the discretion to choose uh, a, team, a team yep. player. Um, and they may be told to do team instructions for the race. And to effect, New Zealand did that a little bit in Beijing as well. We had um, Shane Reid, who led yeah. out of the swim, and then he was there to try to help Chris and Bevan um, get in a position if they were in difficulty. So yeah. it does happen, um, but the sport's still not really big enough. Obviously, in cycling, it's a completely different story, and it is all about team racing. Yeah. And, and, and triathlon, it's still coming. So I, I think um, it's just going to be a, a flat running race. You might get a breakaway on the bike, but the big runners will come through. What's the Australian girl who's really awesome? I've forgotten her name. Moffat? Yeah, no. Uh, not Moffat. Snow, uh, Snow. Snow. So What's she, her? She's, um, she, well, she won one race. She won uh, the yeah, big high V one yeah. and just uh, got her... Hundred fifty thousand or two hundred fifty thousand dollar paycheck, I'm but she's really, really struggling with her swimming. So she's missing bunches. Like she's coming out of the swim two or three minutes down, and then she's in bunch three, and she's too far back. So she's still running as good, if not faster, than any other girls. Oh. But she can't make the front group. So now, is it traditionally what would happen with her? Or is the swimming just got better? Well, she's uh, no, because she had a major injury, and she's a tiny little girl as yeah. well. So. No, she usually wasn't too bad. Yeah, well, she dominated, didn't she? Mm. Oh, well, good luck, Andrea, I say. Yes, hopefully yeah. she can take it out. She's had a very, very consistent season. Yeah, well, she has, isn't she? Obviously, she's in the second mm. spot. Well, the big thing is, John, last week on the show, I pulled something out of my butt. You did. And if you listen to the show, if you didn't listen to the show, <laughs> don't, take, don't take that literally. 
But I pulled out the Bevan Butt Prize money. This is what I've called it now. Really? I'm loving you called it this, John. And John, when I, when I said it, he got a sparkle in his eyes. Oh. I just, he went, you know when you see someone, they get a thought and they get sparkles in there, they go to another place. Yeah. And that's what you did, John. And tell me what, what my Butt Prize money factor did. Bevan was sort of implying that, what you know, we, we were saying... Um, Firstly, WTC, well, a lot of races don't pay out um, good prize money. And then we're sort of saying, well, you know, the smaller races when they're first starting, you want to offer good prize money, but yeah, you don't want to it. bankrupt yourself. Yeah. Um, so instead of being a hypocrite... So out of my butt, I thought, wait a second, why don't you do it that you get a percentage of the prize money based on the number of the field? Yeah. And then John went... Went away and did some number crunching. I haven't quite, haven't quite finalised this, but um, have you worked on? I thought I'm not going to be a hypocrite here and criticise and not do anything about myself. Yep. Because now um, you're a race dude. Now you're a race. You, you know you, you know what it's like to be in the dark side, John. And this is for the House of Travel Triathlon Festival website is triathlonfestival.co.nz. <laughs> Always get entries are coming in. Uh, I had a look at WTC and I just did some rough maths and figured out that they're paying out about 5, maximum 10% of the entry fees. Just um, entry fees only? Just entry fees. There's no sponsorship or anything like that. And that's in Coda only? No, that's in, in a general Ironman okay. race. So I think I worked out... the exception out, of Coda. Again, I can't remember exactly, but for, say, New Zealand, you know, you've got... This year you've got 1,500 people paying, I don't know, about 650 bucks, yep. and then you're paying out $50,000, and I can't remember. I worked it out. I think it was like 6, 6% maybe ballpark okay. about that. Okay. Um, so I thought that's pretty puny and pretty um, pretty poor. I think I'm going to I'm gonna kick their asses. Okay, John, so what do you do? You're leading the way, John. So I've basically worked With it out. My butt. For mine, I, for my race, I'm going to have a minimum of 12.5% of entry fee money coming in yep. is going to go into prize money for the elites. So it's probably going to be more than that, but I'm saying a minimum 12.5% and I just might tweak that this week it might go up more um, but a minimum of 12.5% of entry fee money is going to go directly into prize oh, do you know what you're doing? and you there's going to be a thousand bucks there's going to be a thousand bucks up for the men's winner men's and women's winner of my race which for New Zealand standards well no, for a first year of a race so you don't even know how many people you get mate that's good well and there's only one race that I can see in New Zealand a short course that has more than that and that's New Zealand champs like the contact national series yeah. they have a thousand bucks for, for winners um, and so I'm putting it out there I'm not pocketing all the money you know what I like John what I like you because you're a good person. <laughs> That's what you are. I'm trying to get a win-win situation. But I also like that the House of Triple Spells hot, so it's a hot triathlon festival. That's their website. <laughs> Hot.co.nz. I know, but it's great because, yeah. you know, you've got the hot triathlon, John. It is hot. hot. Oh, so if you're in New Zealand and you want to do an amazing race, mm-hmm. go to the uh, triathlon festival. Triathlonfestival.co.nz. And enter it now because you know that your money's going to the pros. Mm. Help out the athletes who are going to be the next generation. good race bags. And great race bags. And hey great guy on the mic that's right <laughs> that's right okay Em actually gave us an email and you know Em power cookie Em good old nutrition Em <laughs> and she was telling us she's running out of what's, what's happening here John she's changing her packaging a little bit and oh. she's got a uh, wait a second but her packaging's got the, the cartoon of her on it oh no the packaging for she's got a new product out which is like a bite size um, bite size sort of cookie so they're good for training If you sometimes if you go yeah, you've you got a full biscuit and you break a little bit or you just want um, for like kids school snacks or anything so she's got a uh, special on her power bites buy two packs and get one free she wants to clear out her packaging s- stock because they have to make some changes to the packaging it's a good time to buy so where do we go powercookies.com and, uh, is that international uh, you can inquire internationally but specifically for New Zealanders yeah no brainy guys I mean, you know how much you love M stuff it's, it's great all, it's all oh good. yeah so powercookies.com you know what I love of M's you know what you want to do what, what do you want okay you I'll give you the M's, what M's you power cookie trickies what you do is you get the power cookie you put it in the microwave. microwave yeah. But you don't, you don't go too long. No, it sogs up, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it sogs up. Yes. Or the, the chocolate burns. Yes. Yes, so just 20 seconds. 20, yep. And then what you do? High power. 
Yeah, high power, 20 yep, seconds. Yep, yep, yep high power. Then what do you do? But a yogurt. But a yogurt. Yes. No ice cream or cream? No, just yogurt for me. Okay. Yogurt. And but a yogurt. Joe was around my house a while ago. Mm-hmm. About, about three or four weeks ago, I had a power cookie. Yeah. Put it in the microwave, 20 seconds. Nice. Put the yogurt. She didn't even know the, the power cookie was in oh. the yogurt. And I go, do you want something? And she goes, oh, bye. And suddenly... She was away. She was away. She, I got none left. She loved it that right. much. So that's, that's Bevan's trick for Very the power good. cookie when you get the deal. Okay, sponsor. Coffeesofhawaii.com. And we like companies that give back to the environment. That's why I like you, John. That's right. You know, because you're not just giving back to the environment. You're giving back to the community. I should actually give something back to the environment. Don't, give, me more, give me more ideas, Bevan. I'll have to think about that one. I well, maybe you could... Okay, okay, I'll pull something else I should, I should have a percentage going to the, the relief fund for Christchurch. The Mayor's Fund or whatever it's called. Uh, is, is there a fund? I'll give it some money. Yeah, 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 there is. Yep. Um, but anyway, Coffees of Hawaii gives back to the planets. They, they, they've got a couple of things going on here, actually. Okay, let's go. They've got the 1% for the planet. So I'm, I'm not sure if that's 1% of... I think it's probably 1% of the profit. For this reason, we pay attention. We protect, we seek change. As a member of 1% for the planet, we are a company that is empowered to make change. And you can make change through... Let us know what... Oh, okay, so... Yep, so... so so basically, one percent of the money goes back to this one um, percent for the planet, which is obviously uh, doing good organisation yeah. for helping out the environmental issues. They also support Surfrider, um, being in the middle of the Pacific. The ocean is our playground, from paddling canoes to sailing channels um, to swimming across bays. We are, we and our ambassadors are constantly in the water. The Surf Foundation is the preeminent advocate for our oceans, waves, and beaches. We are proud to support their cause. Find out how you can help at surfrider.org. And finally, they've got the Na- Nature Conservatory. And the Nature Conservatory, Molokai is a green jewel. Not only is there rainforest for the watershed for our plantation, they are the home of hundreds of species that are found nowhere else on the planet. Support the Nature Conservatory. <laughs> uh, conservatory uh, what is it? Conservancy. 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 And it's efforts to preserve these treasures. Better yet, see them firsthand when you visit our Molokai plantation. Plan a hike by clicking here. So there you go. Surf Rider is, is another organisation. It's obviously Surfers of the World doing their bit, John. That's right. And it's because our Coffees of Hawaii are supporting them. So, support and they've got a podcast. Oh no, they've got a podcast as well. Ah, check it out. Yeah. Anyway, so by buying Coffees of Hawaii, you're supporting um, our podcast and you're also supporting uh, some really good causes 1% for the planet, Surf Rider, and Nature. Well, you know what? I think, I, I think it is important because I think the thing is, business doesn't have to do this. No. You know what I mean? And I think. You know, I think that if you're in a business, you know, business can be tough. Like, I'm sure coffee's always kicking butt, but, you know, when you're in business, you think, oh, I've got to save that dollar because I've got to make sure that dollar's, you know, and, you know, like to actually give money away from the start, because I've been doing this from day one, mm. it show that where they come from as a business and, you know, that they're in, into giving back to the world, so... You know, we love Coffees of Hawaii. There we go. Check it out. Get your specials. Go to coffeesofhawaii.com. If you want to get a special code to go through our um, IamTalk.me. We can talk about that one next week, John. Because that's something we've talked about before. Nice. I was going to start waffling on about it. Save it. Save save it for next week. Coffees of Hawaii. The world's best coffees of Hawaii. You get some. When you get your Oh. What's that? Save that for the week after. Oh, what's this? Oh, sorry. It just looks like amazing coffee. Dark roast. Medium roast. If you love your coffee, you'll love Coffees of Hawaii. Get on it. See what I did there? Yep. Oh, nice. beautiful. Okay, then, hot topic of the week. So last week, John tried to think of a topic. He thought of a great topic, and then he forgot it. But I brought it back this week. <laughs> I, I remembered it during the week. I didn't actually listen to the show, but I remembered it during the week. I listened to the show, and then I forgot what it was again. So I'm pulling up topics of the week. You've actually done your P's and I've printed off piece of paper. So, <laughs> so while you're doing that, I'm going to pull up my, my one. It was whether last week was if you did a... 
No. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's one, another one I pulled out of my butt. If you did, oh no, somebody else pulled it out of their butt. Somebody else suggested. No, no, it. no. I thought of this one, John. Did you? Yes, I did because I remember I was out riding. Okay. Yeah, and I was out riding around town because I don't ride around. I'm not a rider anymore. No. Anyway, and so I was out riding, John, and I was thinking to myself, what, if you did a, a, a challenge race or a, a rev three yeah. or. A, or the chess fuckers man somewhere in a random place in the world. It's an interesting one. I made it up. <laughs> and, and and you did the race, and it was an iron distance race. Could you still get an Ironman tattoo? Or an M dot tattoo? John? I've got the first one, Stacey Head. Great name. Um, I think that if you complete any iron distance race, you should be able to get an M dot tattoo. You've done the time, and it doesn't matter whether it was WTC race or not. WTC races, especially in North America, are very difficult to get into. Okay, well, good old Dave Robertson. Have you got Dave no. Robertson? No? Okay, he's gone. So the MDOT is a corporate logo for WCC. I'm sure one could find something to link to the symbolise the equality, equal, equality? Uh, equally challenging accomplishment of a non-WC race, TC race, sorry. I was all over the place Michael Shearer, the MDOT doesn't represent an entire triathlon experience. There are too many good races put on by the non-WTC organisations for me to want to go and get their corporate logo. When I get a tattoo, it will be of my own design. Good old Richard Kingsford, tattoos are forever, and unless you're covered in ink, then the tattoo should be about something that defines or is very important to you. If you've made a lifetime commitment to iron distance racing and it feels right, then get a tat, WCC or not. If five years later you've got the tat and you aren't living like an Ironman, at least in spirit, then you've made a mistake. Mm. Oh, he's getting all deep in this. Um, Shane Sanford has a great idea. Why would you want to get an MDOT tattoo and become stereotyped? If you want, if I wanted to ink my body, I'd get the guys from Triathlon Tunes nice. to do a, a character of of me crossing the finish line and they put that on my arm instead much more unique and personalised okay Roy has that one is well is Isel Isel while I agree that finishing any iron distance race makes you an Ironman personally I feel that the MDOT tat should be reserved for WTC races as a finisher of a non-WTC iron distance race Ironman in Central California I still don't feel comfortable getting an MDOT tattoo or supporting MDOT t-shirts or bumper stickers on a side note while I do have numerous other tattoos, I don't think I would get an M-Dot tattoo, even after I do finish a WTC race, unless WTC coughs up some advertising fees to pay for the space. Mm-hmm. Love the show. Nice. My final one, I did four. Um, Dawn Tyler, you're kidding, right? Why would you put a corporate logo permanently on your body when you didn't do one of these races? You can't have a tattoo. Um, you can have a tattoo of the three sports, which is just as good. Well, I'm going to finish a fourth and then Kevin Lin Kui. Maybe. Uh, great show, guys. Well, it's a tough one. I'm an Iron Virgin. I booked my first race as an official Ironman event, uh, Regensburg. Uh, I do feel that the first one should be an official. If you follow the logic through, then you should be allowed to apply this to an official race. If you do rope, for instance, tat, uh, 140.6 on your leg with the word rope, and that, then you've had your end dot tattoo on top of that. So, mm. what are your thoughts, John? Oh, and also just Matt Tinton. Hope you guys are crash it. You're safe. We are. We're fine. Thank you. Um, oh, we've got heaps more. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, my opinion is. <laughs> Wait a second. Should you hotel? Should you get a power bar tattoo if you endure a day of gels and bars? Shit. <laughs> I, um, I, I would say you wouldn't want to if you did a non-WTC race. You, I wouldn't want to get an M dot race, uh, an M dot tattoo. I mean, um, and if if I, I'm not into tattoos. But if I was, regardless if I did a, an Ironman race or a non-one, I would get a like a swim bike runner, a picture of a swim bike runner rather than an M-Dot, just because 
I, I feel it's just a corporate brand, really. So nothing, nothing against people who've got it done, but that's well, just no, okay. So I'm not a tattoo guy either, and and so I, I, maybe I'm not the right person to ask myself, but answer this. But I think I was just thinking as you were answering that the person, because the, the reason I thought of this question was someone had mentioned to me that they had a friend who did an Iron Man just to get the tattoo, did the tattoo, mm. and even you know the one and done kind mm-hmm. of character. And I think the thing is, a lot of those people want it as a stamp of proof. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so for them, they want to be able to, you know, for the rest of their life, say, I've done an Iron Man. And, and maybe at times where they pull their tops off or, you know, to people go, oh, shit, you've done Iron Man to get that mm-hmm. recognition. And, and you know what? For some of us, who, for some of you guys who get the tattoo, I'm sure if some of you guys want that kind of that advertisement of the fact you've done something, there's a recognition you get for that. And some of you, it's probably more of a personal thing and you may don't even care that people see it. Yeah. And so for me, for that person, if in that situation, if you're doing a race purely just to get your stamp to show someone that you're hardcore, and that's the way it's recognised around the world, because you know what, WCC, the, the, the M. Tattoo is recognised around the world, yeah. you know, through their marketing, and that works for you. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, you know, like I, 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 pro- I wouldn't I would do it probably, myself. I'd probably say you you should really go into an Ironman race if you want to get a tattoo. I don't know. That's just my feeling. If you want to get that tattoo, you probably should do a, a branded race. So you think that to get the tattoo. To have the M dot, you should do an if, if that's what if, if that's what you're doing it for, to get the tattoo, then I think you probably should, yeah. Okay. But anyway, of course, of course, our opinions aren't worth... Well, the thing is, I, I, this is the way I look at it, is that if the person who, like, it's the person who just wants to stamp on their body to prove, you know, general population, you go, oh, you don't know me, you go, yeah, go, we do it, you are in Germany. <laughs> you know, well, you don't yeah, say, right, do you? You know, oh, you don't go, oh, well, actually, I did this race called Challenge. Yeah. It's not an Ironman, but it's a WT, it's a, like, same as an Ironman. It's a little, yep. you don't, you know, whereas to you, you go, oh, we did a race, uh, they've got Lim.tv, and they go, oh, I did Challenge, right? And they go, well, you got Lim.tv, you know? yeah. <laughs> So it kind of depends. And the guys who are doing one and done, they probably don't hang out with that many I met anyway exactly. <laughs> so, okay then uh, this week's discussion John oh so last week John, last John, week. John thought of a great discussion and what was it John how many people is too many on a course so I was sort of discussing uh, what was on last weekend it was Louisville and I think they had 2,900 entrants and I was thinking that's just a lot and Rote as well has, has a huge number of entries so really your opinions on when you've done really big races versus say we actually did get one I got one email I think I sent it through to you oh I can't remember someone wrote a big 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 thing about it do they? yeah well they can re- copy and paste that up here yep. but basically if you've done a race which has been a big one and more of a smaller one say 1,000 to 1,500 sort of the Ironman New Zealand sort of size um, or even smaller than that what what do you prefer, and do you think having that having more people takes away from the experience or adds to the experience? Yeah, and, and really give us the good or the bad because you know sometimes you just think bigger is worse, but in some ways maybe it, it makes it a better experience. Yeah, totally. And so we just want to hear for those who have actually done the big races: is it better or is it worse, or what is the positive and negative that comes along with that size field? Okay, John, let's put some music on. Forty-five minutes for the news. I told you it would be it would be an hour. No way, whatsoever. Wowzers. Bloody earthquake, I tell you. Right, here's some music. Age Grouper of the Week. And before we actually get to this week's Age Grouper of the Week, last week we had someone called Patricia White as an Age Grouper of the Week. Mm-hmm. And we got an email from back from Kate Matthews who had nominated her as, as Age Grouper of the Week. Mm-hmm. And we actually got an email from the other person who was the... the guy, I think. Yeah, did you see yeah. that? yeah. I can't remember what it said, but it was... Uh, oh, she was just she, she just told about a day and how um, she had only found out about a couple of weeks before. She had done a lot of guiding at her time. Uh, and she still right. does a lot of guiding. 
And she said, did say about if people want to get in the car, we have to pull that email out. Okay. Because she said... Uh, I'll pull it out while you were doing She's basically saying on. how if you want to get into guiding, there's um, either an email or a place you can contact people about that. But there was an interesting picture that you put on the website. Yeah, I put week. it on the website of how they... So it's crazy how they're connected. So in the end, what they end up doing is they kind of... We need, connect, we need yeah, the website. Um, <laughs> They basically are connected at the hip with like a, a band. Like a, basically like a, a bike inner tube. Um, they're connected and it looked like it was probably a good metre yeah, metre wide metre or so. Yeah, metre and a half even always. Um, but what I'm thinking there is if somebody tried to be a smarty at the party and just trying to get in on the action and try to swim through them, yeah. you'd just pound them in the middle, wouldn't you? Yeah, we you'd could strap them. you hammering them. And also, the problem is as well is just because... I just like how does she know she's swimming straight still? She just sort of get dragged back. I suppose online. you have to learn where that is, feels on your hip to go yeah. straight. Yeah, you know, because you could be resist. You know, you know, it's like when cars are towing and you're going the wrong way. Mm. You could be working against each other. I'm sure they do. But what they were saying was they actually started. So it was uh, Carolyn Gaynor who actually sent through the email. She was saying they actually started with the main pack. But it was it's a handicap start. Oh no, no, they did placid. They did yeah, placid, so. they started with the main pack. Yeah. Nice. It's bloody impressive. She said she had a pretty hard day on the bike, but they had a really great run. But in the end of the day, we couldn't. We didn't have the result there last and week. It was because because Kate Kate shut up and up, and she's blaming her iPhone. Whatever. It wasn't Patricia White. It was Patricia Walsh. Yes. And the actual combined time was fourteen hours thirty nine and twenty five seconds. And I put the splits up there. I did my piece. Oh, okay, you did your piece. Wait a Go back up here. Here we go. So they did a one forty seven swim as. Just a sub eight bike and then a four thirty run. So They're stoked for the run. Proportionally, the run is way better than the rest of their race, yeah. which kind of makes sense because you got a lot more control when you're running, I guess, than when you're on the bike. You'd be worrying about other things and, and likewise. In the yeah, and Caroline did say she did just an average on the bike. Very good. So, yeah, so well done. Okay, but this week, <laughs> good old Bree. Oh, Witzvisen. Yeah, Witzvisen. Witzvisen. Yep. Would like to nominate. I would like to nominate Roy McConnell for Honorary Age Grouper of the Week. Roy was an active age group triathlete from Ontario, Orlando, sorry, Florida uh, area who qualified for the Nationals to compete in his first iron distance race last year. Personally, I knew Roy from a, for a very short time. He and I were members of the same triathlon club during a short time I lived in Florida a few years back. He was one of the first people I met in Orlando, and I knew instantly that he was a truly loving person. Roy was one of the most genuinely kind-hearted people I have ever known. He treated everyone with respect, kindness, and generosity. He was always ready with a smile and a kind word. He was supportive and encouraging, and would not hesitate to help you, whether it was with equipment, advice, or even financially. Unfortunately, we lost Roy in a terrible tragedy. He was vacationing near St. Petersburg, Florida, with his entire family last weekend when he was hit, and he and his three children were killed by a drunk driver. Oh, how tragic is that? Oh, you got to feel for his wife. Yeah. Oh. Totally. Three adult sons were killed by a drunk driver. Roy will be sorely missed by each and every person he touched. His spirit went well beyond the triathlon community. Please do me and those who cared about him a favour by honouring him on the show. Many thanks, Bree. What is that last name again? It's going to be Whitveen. Wow, how tragic is that? God. So, so last week... Um, on in Christchurch, we had the death of my two friends, yep. and, and it was a similar kind of incident where a, a, a young man was running away from the cops mm. and uh, crashed. And, and the, like Roy sounds like those type of people, just people who just, uh, you know what, mate. I, I always believe. One of, I have these daily affirmations. I'm, I'm all that crap. Yeah. And one of them is when people spend time with me, they should feel life is good. You know what I mean? And, and like people like Roy, you know, like the way Bree has talked about him. 
he was one of those people that, made a difference yeah just when you spend time with someone like Roy you just go you know what life's good yeah. you know and, and the world is good and people are good and uh, and I know my friends there normally they were those types of people and they're just tragedy guys yeah so we obviously didn't know Roy but obviously um, any listeners who knew him and the family um, condolences to you I'm not actually sure when this happened but obviously put his mark on society in our sort of little mini mini world I think one of the other things to remember is as well is that you know, our triathlon communities are funny things because mm. we're often there's ego involved and we're trying to beat mm. each other at races and, you know, you're likely to be to smack down in training yep. and to get all this ego around the people you're around. But, you know, just just stop and realise that these people are the people in your life. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> uh, I know the death that the gym is sad and as tragic as it's been. It's been really good for the gym because, you know, we the people you train with in your life, you often spend more time than your your, oh, yeah. than your your family. You know, maybe maybe not your immediate family, but your mum, your mother, and your father, and your your brothers and sisters who are all a bit older now. You often spend more time training with these people, and you kind of don't recognise that. And yeah. uh, I think you know these tragedies just really reinforce the idea that community is so important in society, and um, you know these kind of people are what make these communities work. So, uh, to, Roy, yeah, Roy's family. You know, said obviously his wife. We're, we're thinking of you, but you are an honorary honorary age group of the week, week. and uh, you'll definitely go out down the hearts and souls of everyone you've touched. Love your work. Okay, John, next sponsor: Extreme Endurance. Extreme, extreme, but not dot com. No, it's X Endurance. Oh, this is the last week's show. X <laughs> I said it like ten times. And um, where you probably generally make a pig's ear of explaining exactly what no, John. is supposed to. Uh, no, John. We what, are class. exactly what the product does. So what they've got now on um, the extreme endurance dot com website. The extreme endurance performance got, system was scientifically engineered and scientifically developed. The system. I'm turning around. Can you hear the biochemical changes that occur in an athlete's body during intense exercise and competition. These changes don't discriminate. They happen to every athlete and encompass a wide range of internal disruptions. There you go. So basically, the, the, the clip goes goes on and ex- actually explains what is going on and what the product is actually supposed to do. So um, we obviously had Sandy on a while ago, um, who is uh, either the CEO or the founder of the company, sort of explaining it. Bev and I do our little best effort of uh, yep. generally explaining what it does, but if you're really interested to find out what it does, how it's supposed to work, and what it can do for you, just go to xendurance.com. Um, and you can check it out. And then if the basic concept is that it's reducing your lactic acid, which then means you can sustain longer intensity for a longer period of time. And make sure you st- use the code IMTALK and should still hopefully get that discount on there. And but do you know what else, John? What else? Go on to listen to that guy's voice. How about that for a great voice, that's, eh? That's, that, well, that's well, a let's just do a few more seconds. Listen to this. Microscopic tears and trauma to the muscles. Oh. Oxidative stress. Inflammation. We, we need to sharpen up. The oxidative stress to the inflated muscles. And they've got Timo back on there doing a little bit of testing with it. He's a guy that uses it along with Yvonne Van Vlerken. And also on there, they've got, they've got a fairly um, active little window there which I think is Facebook updates yep. um, with the athletes that, that use the product in terms of where they're racing and I'm sure we'll see Timo and uh, Yvonne um, and Pete, Pete Rebrusik is on there as well yep. you see those guys racing in the coming months as we count down to Kona so xendurance.com and uh, if you're in Germany as well have you got German language John there we go so can I read this John okay wait a second it's coming up Farin Dolph Dolpingfreen Liquid sport. Wow, man, you're pretty good at that. 
<laughs> hey, well, let's let's see if they're German talking. Okay, let's see. Yeah, let's see the video. Let's see if they do it. Let's see if the voice is just as good. Here we go. Das extreme endurance performance system. Oh, oh yeah, it's pretty good. Hier arbeitet und entwickelt. Ah, die extreme endurance performance. Wow. Hey, there's our logo on there too. Oh, look at that. You gotta go there. Look at it. It goes to us. Hey. Yes. There you go. Check it out. Xendurance.com. Check, check, check it out. Whoops. Oh, let's put some music on. Okay. <laughs> uh, music. Cheapest John. Okay. Music. Here we go. Damn. Website of the week. We are we, honestly years of years of practice. We're pretty good at that nowadays. It's good. I just you feel we're good. sitting in the same. We've got the same tone happening. Mm. Melody, John, it's beautiful. <laughs> okay, well, good old. Who's it with this one? Neil Scholes, good old Romeo. And he's uh, he's heading off to the. Got an email from him saying about the earthquake. Yeah, he's heading off to um, Budapest this weekend for the world. Championship races, racing age grouper. First oh, time. First time? Mm. Do you get the uniform? You get the uniform, don't you? you got to pay for it, though, uh, in the league, generally. Oh, really? But yeah. still. Still. You know what I mean? Because again, yeah, general public don't know that you've got to yeah. pay for it. Walk down the street, they... Because you know what? You, you're in the swimming field. Like, guys were turn up to the gym, and they're doing some sport that only five people in the country do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and But they're wearing the silver fur, and you kind of think, wow, they must be really good. good. But when you think about your own sport, you kind of go, well, you actually don't have to be that good because the world's in New Zealand. Yeah. But hey, people don't know this, John. You've represented your country. Yeah. Okay, well, Swim Smooth, who we've talked about before on, yes. on the show, but they have a website called swimtypes.com, and it's a great website, eh, John? It is. So basically, it's it's really useful for those of you who perhaps don't have a coach, don't have anybody to analyse your stroke. And uh, what they've done, they've gone and broken down the most common types of swimmers. Like E.G. Arnie, there's a guy who looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, plenty of power, and, uh, and needs then, more control. And then you've got, I think there's two, four, six different types of swimmers. So you've got different, you know, you can basically go through... Put in the things, um, your your times, your build, um, and a number of other points, and then it'll sort of say, well, these are this for your body type, or the way you swim. If you if you do lots of revolutions with your arms per minute, um, so if you're out of breath, type four overglider, overdoing stroke length, uh, has led to the swimmer down a cul-de-sac. Yeah, so you can go in there, put in your stuff, and it's going to say you probably fall into this category of swimmer. And then these are the types of things you should work on to try to make yourself a little bit better. So click on go uh, go um, go your type, Evan. My type, okay, my type. Let's do, let's do this. Um, okay. You can go down here, and you, when you fill this in, it'll tell okay, you. Okay, I can swim 400 meters without stopping. Yes. Uh, do you feel a of breath when you swim? Probably right nowadays. People say no. No. I'm male. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably light, aren't I? No, you're medium. Okay, medium. Easily. Are you tall? I'm 181. Uh, yep, five foot eleven. Uh, What's my your arm span? span? My difference here is your arm span minus your height. I, I'm one. Well, there was only like ten centimeters difference. Okay, so I'll say I'll say four. So, so say say five, say ten. Oh, it's inches. Oh, it's in. Uh, yeah, so say four inches. Yep. Yep. Do you swim completely? No. Uh, are you a very driven person who doesn't like to lose? Oh, I don't like losing, but I'm very driven. Um, do you ever feel anxious in the water? No. Um, do you get buzz from social side of swimming? No, I hated swimming. Oh, the swimming was actually right. Uh, you good at six? Well, I did beat you at the kicking. You did. So I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. Uh, only, only those ones, but I can't do breaststroke. Right. But that's all right. Uh, are you slower? Uh, do, do you go well in open water relative to your speed? Yes, I'm actually better. Yes. Uh, are you slower with this pool boy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was up with pool boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, especially when you put those bands on, I couldn't yeah. do bands. Uh, 25 meters. 
Uh, only Paul, what time would you do 400 metres at? What time would I have done 400 metres? Oh, you if I was smacking myself? If you smacked yourself, you'd probably be about five minutes 45, I would have thought. I would have a clue. Park. Uh, how many strokes of length do you do on a 25 metre? Oh, I wasn't that good. Mm. Uh, say say quite a few. So um, you leave it, leave it, leave it to fault what it is. Okay, 20. Oh, wait a second, you've got to put your stuff in. Okay. No, 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 you don't have to put that in. No, 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 you don't have to put that in. Okay. Then just go Let's get, get results. results. Please note your results are like, okay. Okay, scroll down. Oh. Bevan's a kick-tastic. I'm a kick-tastic. you got a little bit of smooth going on, you got a little bit of swinging, because that probably means... <laughs> but swinging, John. And so then, basically, it sort of says which area you you predominantly may well be in. Okay. And then you can go off and you can sort of say, well, the kick-tastic person does this, and these are types of things you can work on to try to improve your stroke. So... Ah, oh, so they've got some drills. Yeah. And then they've got some video to actually show you what a kick tactic person will do. So here's kick tactic. And then they've got actually video showing that person doing that. Yes. So like that, you can see... He's strong kick, yeah. Yeah, classic yeah. kick-tastic. Yeah. And then they've actually got male kick-tastic. So just showing you way too much kick. You know what? Kicking always confused me. Yeah. Because you don't know how much to kick. But I wasn't a kick testing each yet the other day because I learned not to kick so much. I'm going to get Hayden Woolley on the show to do a little swim segment uh, some stage soon. We're going to specifically talk about kick. And if you scroll down just a little bit more, the last bit of this, this website is then it says personality traits um, and, and then areas to work on. It's got a whole bunch of bullet points and strike correction guides, etc., etc. Great, great. So this so is probably a product you buy at the end of it, but pretty good website. Swimtypes.com. And it's brought to you by the guys who did Swim Smooth. They have got a DVD, which is good, which yeah. goes through a whole bunch of swim drills, etc. Okay, John, questions and answers. We've got a couple. Well, Kate Matthews already talked about. Uh, Danny, we talked about that last week. We did, yeah, I know, but I just said that we'll put, and YouTube. I put no, no, I put, oh, you put it up. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. There you go. Okay, I'll put that on the So that, that was a um, the, the athlete who stopped stopped the next exterior yep. and uh, basically helped. Her. She was sitting in second place. The girl in front of her collapsed and ended up needing to be taken to hospital, reasonably serious. And this girl second gave up second gave up probably winning the race and ended up finishing third. Okay, well, I'll put that on the, on the website this week. Uh, James Lawrence was the guy who got sent through for age group of the week. So age group of the week was just no, no, just a website of the week. Website Give of the week. Damn. Give a damn. And he was the guy who was doing the. Um, Oh, 21, 20, 70.3s this year, or 21 this year. But, but he's got to go on next year to try to beat the Ironman record. Uh-huh. And so on the show, I was he's been talking to us, and so he, he actually's got a really cool video on his on his website okay. of uh, media, like like you know CNN type of doing a piece oh, on him. Okay. It, was, it was really good. Um, I'll put a link to that on our website this week. Oh, wait a second, I might put that there. Plus, sorry, remember plus. Uh, uh, oh, I'll remember that. But anyway, on the show, I wondered how he could afford to do this because you know being an Ironman athlete. You know, like I remember giving up Iron Man mm. when I was, you know, man, the extra money I had. <laughs> like, you know, and, and yeah. I, I did pretty well to get free stuff. Yeah. Like, I got a, you know, bike and, and most of my nutrition and stuff. And, and, you know, I didn't actually have to pay for much of my stuff mm. through my time. It's still the amount of money I saved by not doing the sport. So, a guy like this is doing this crazy amount of beautiful travelling. So, he wrote back and he said, well, this is both a fair and understandable question. I just want you to know that I do not see one penny of the donations that come in. No donation is used to fund my personal habits. 100% of the funds go directly into a uh, quiet way and give a damn project. I have the same sponsor, some sponsors, but the majority of the project has been self-funded. I'm at the bottom of my funds pool and looking for a little sponsor, total sponsor to help me with the cost. I really want to go to the Ironman World Record in 2012, but some things need to fall into place for this to happen. So if you know anyone that is looking to sponsor a different kind of athlete to get some great exposure, please pass on my information. So I don't actually have his website. Is that another bloody earthquake? Was it? Yeah, your computer screen's moving around. 
No, I think it's it was just like a, a rubbish truck. Oh, I don't That's why. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can't remember his website, John. What was his website? Give I'm a sure damn. if you search for Give a Damn. Um, you know what? That. I'll do the work behind the scenes. Nice. It'll be on our website this week. So, if, if you know someone who just wants to sponsor someone, or, or you're, you're, you've got a business who wants a bit of exposure in, in a way that's a little bit different, um, you know, to decide to do something like this is bloody amazing. To decide to self fund it is crazy because you know he had a family and all the rest of it so it's quite a few of these projects that are going on and guys are struggling for money I remember we had the guy who's doing the world try thing where he's trying yep. to go um, but he couldn't do it could he no, no, he's in the process of doing he's the one who's going from like he swam the whole length of the Thames did stop no no the, you're thinking of the one who's going to swim across the Atlantic yeah now, this guy he started in London swam the whole length of the Thames and he's biking he's going to finish up in um, at the top of Mount Everest or something oh, wow. and I just read on uh, the old Trijucinator um, on there that he's sort of running out of money and the, the support crew have to leave him and he's basically going to do it single handedly so there's quite a few causes out there and, and whatever cause you want to get him behind these guys are doing some good work and uh, money's going to good places yeah it's pretty amazing stuff so uh, I'll put a link to that on WWM talk this week uh, that's the only question okay uh, that was the link from last week great yep. uh, sponsor oh, we're going to do two now we're going to do two because we've got two to go um, okay. athlinks.com okay. t-shirts are still on there okay I'm going to do it right now and Andrew's looking stylish with the uh Armani sort of uh, look going on there with the yeah, the advert there. Yeah, so if you want to support Athlinks, it'd be great. Get a T-shirt, look pretty styly. And then the other thing I was going to say was, you want to make sure that you get your races up there in your calendar, because uh, then you can see what other Athlinks athletes up there are doing. Or okay, other John, so what do you, what do you mean? Talk. Tell me, for those well, who have never heard of Athlinks, are you logged in there? Yes, I'm logged in. I'm always okay, on there. okay. Well, have you put in that you're doing the? No, because I pulled out. Ah. Oh. Yeah, no. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. My heart. Oh dear! Yeah, no, you're gonna beat me. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, that's always silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's no good. I know. Well, I've, I've, I've done an ankle injury and I haven't ran for two weeks. Oh no! Yeah, and I went out for a half an hour run on Sunday morning, oh. and it was just flared up a little bit again. I was like, oh, oh. I can't do a marathon. I was gonna walk you through this process. I feel for you. Okay, well, pretend. Pretend. Just so stop, I'm if start, I start crying, okay. just stop. So what Ben would do, he'd go, uh, cal- go to his profile, he'd go calendar. Calendar, yes. Calendar, yes, done that. And then you would go, you probably, you don't have any, uh, add, a, add, a, add, a, add a calendar event. Yep. And then I'd go there, and, and I'd go, go host, Bevan James Owls. Oh, no, maybe you want to. Oh, this is, no, well, let's talk about this. Okay. So let's say John's putting on his race. Yes. John's going, so let's say you put on a race, maybe like the hot triathlon. Well, why don't you put on one of your running sessions? Well, because... Oh, okay, yeah, you can do it. No. Yeah, yeah. Type of event, it's a... What is it, John? It's a... Upcoming race? Yes. Yes. At a race, good. I haven't actually added my race on here yet. Oh, well, that's what you got to do, John. Where is it? So you can say where it is in Christchurch, great. Yes. It's on great. the December the... No, how long is it? It's on September the 6th. Oh. It's on December... Oh, you put the date in? Yeah, okay, Christchurch, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's on December the... And then you go, what is December the 5th? December the 19th. Oh, you know, I need to check that again because... <laughs> no, I can do it, but my calendar, my calendar's just deleted, John, look. I've got to do my calendar. It's empty. I know. Damn, Max. December, so what is it, 19th? Yeah. John's race, see? So get your pump session. Race, yeah, oh, I have to. Yeah. Because I've committed Sacrifice to you, John. You John's go. race, okay. Um, basically, just go through the steps and... And it's an easy way to promote your race, really, isn't it? At the it end is. Of the day. And the other thing is, if basically, you can go on there and just search for races that you're doing that are coming up. And if it's not there, you can add it in. If it is there, 
You just say, I'm racing, and it'll pull up all the other people that are racing. So, for example, I went on there, I'm doing the um, Adidas Auckland Marathon, and then saw on there there's a bunch of other people. You'll make Kat Walbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's putting down the challenge, and you can put in your time that you predict you're going to do. What did you put? I put down 2.39. Oh, so you just want to get that some 2.4, don't you? That's right. <laughs> Go on there, it's a great way to see who else is racing. You might see a few names you're familiar with, and you can, you can, it says you can, you can click on a button there and say send them some motivation or send them some demotivation if you want to say, I'm going to kick your butt. Um, kick your so get butt. on there, athlinks.com, get your t shirt and get your calendar updated. Okay, John, next sponsor is Triathlon Tunes. Now, last week on the show, yes. we had someone who we couldn't talk about. Uh, he was giving a gift to Chloe. It was Michael, 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 Michael. Michael Michaels. And he, he said he gave it to her. And she loved it. Because she did a double crossing. And she's really young too, man. Yeah. She was an impressive young lady. Yeah, 25, 29, I think. It was yeah, like yeah. So Michael, the name's going to come to me because Michael Walker, I think it is. Okay. Um, you got a caricature of the, yeah, the girl did a double crossing of the English Channel, which is bloody impressive. And uh, and she loved it. And what I would suggest you go and do to people, if you're getting, if you're getting a tune for them done, take it the next step, get the, ch- the tune done, and then put it on a coffee mug. Yeah, I reckon it's pretty cool. And you give it to them. Then, then give them give them the coffee mug, and then give them a little bag of coffee to go with it. And say, "There's a picture of you. There's some awesome oh, coffee." You're, you're an innovator. But the thing is, that it's really great at that as well. Is you can put your own words on it. Mm. So you can put some words on the coffee mug, and you can say, yeah. "Okay." You put down the bottom dub dub dub. I am talk dot me or triathlon festival dot. Or you could deliberately, if you wanted to annoy you, you could give you the mug, give the beautiful, you know, you coming over the start line like you're winning, mm. and then what you could do is you could have John Newsom with a knee just to annoy you. <laughs> you could do that. Cup wouldn't be lasting very long. So obviously we've talked about triathlon tunes. You get on there, get it done, and great gift idea, and great idea for yourself as well. Buy yourself a gift. Okay, buy yourself a gift. Yeah, it is, you know what? It is pretty cool. I love and it. And use the code I am talk, and you get a discount. I think it was 15%, wasn't it? It was. Something like that. Yep. Okay, so, John. So sponsors are? Athlinks.com. Get on it. Get your, tell the people about your races. Coffeesofwai.com. Get on there because they're helping the world, John. Xendurance.com. Get the voice. Listen to the voice. That's right. Yeah. German and English. German and English. And triathlontunes.com. Get a cup. Put your <coughs> put your name on it. Say, I am cool. I am cool. And so, <laughs> you have a cartoon of you looking cool. I am power. I it's am cool. cool. Okay, John, wait a second. Let's have a look what's happening. Okay, you, you start talking for a second. Anything else we need to mention? Oh, Couple of people, people are buying on Amazon through us. Are they nice? Yeah. Like so that. if you want to buy on Amazon, go to our front page. We have a little affiliate section there to the to the front, and just click on there. It takes you to Amazon. There's a search part that then you go through, and then if you buy anything on Amazon, that's really great. Um, if you want to work on your flexibility, we've got a stretching book on there. Gliding on. Also striding. got the gliding on and striding on. And well, that's, look, we've talked about affiliates before. We get a little bit of the cut if you buy it. So uh, we only do products we actually think you would like. But uh, Facebook this week, uh, just. Big thanks to everybody who came on and, and, and you know said, "Oh, what's happening here?" You're already on it. No, but I can't do others. Just yeah. others. I'm gonna log out. Uh, damn Max, you see, bloody Max. Tell you what, John. Plus others. There we go. Yeah, big thanks to everyone. We got so many emails through and, and Facebook messages from people just saying, you know, good luck. Uh, hopefully you're alright so uh, thank you to everyone who did that um, anything else to comment on here John? no, no. I, I kept the community informed of that we were okay so the studios I, are standing I went up I went there as well look wait a second Bevan Bevan Bevan, Bevan. where am I? oh you took it off I did not take it off <laughs> I did it through my iPhone don't start making up stories oh, I did too 
Oh, it's a bit about. Damn Max. It was my iPhone. Damn iPhone. Damn Apple. Oh, well, there we go. Anyway, yeah. anyone, people commented on your status, John. My status? Well, that was your status. Ah, right. For yeah. That. Yep. There we go. So, there we go. And John's also promoting his race, which I'm loving, and good times. So, if you want to, um, it'd be great for more people to join up to our Facebook page. But, uh, just get on there if you yeah, want I had, to. Yeah, I had a tough question. No, I'm not going to do it, John. Okay. What else, John? What's your goss? Went to Tekapo for the week. Uh, we were for, for four a days. week? No, for, for, for oh, it was four or five days. It was all good. Staying in a little A-frame place. Like, literally like an A-house? Oh, full on. Nice. It was, it was the... You know, t- tell me where we're staying tonight. He'd do the... I'm holding my hands up. Triangle. The triangle house. Yeah. Tekapo, I'd rate it, actually. Not, you didn't used to be much doing Tekapo now, but got the round hill going on, the ski field. And they've got some awesome hot pools. Did so you go ski? We take kids uh, we took snow. kids out to yeah. the snow. Um, but they've, got a really, they've really built a really nice ice rink there. They've always had one, which has just been more of a natural ice rink. Yeah. Um, but they've made it into a proper... Outdoors? Ice, outdoor ice rink. Oh, really? But then they use the power from that, and because they're obviously cooling the ice, then charges a whole bunch of um, new hot pools they've done. Hot pools are kick-ass. Really? Really good for kids, because Thomas could... It was just the water was just up to his mouth, so he'd yep. walk around yep. and he could just have his mouth out. And really nice temperature, looking out over the lake. Um, you can put your head under because it's uh, it's not like Hamner, still expensive like Hamner, but um, really good. And, and it had a couple of runs down there. It was um, it was oh, that's nice. good because you don't think of Tikapo. Mm. You know, like you, if you're in Christchurch, you think Hamner, um, Ekaroa, but you don't yeah. really think Tikapo. It's just a little bit further, but it's not as far as say we often go up to Kaiteri or to Queenstown. Yeah, so it's um, yeah. it was really good. Beautiful. If, if you guys have ever looked at the Ironman, um, the Epicamp photos where there's some beautiful mountains in the background. Mm. Um, with the whole crew, that was pretty much just outside of Tikapo, wasn't it? Mm. And they've also got the um, the thing where you can go up and look at the stars. It's one of the best places in the world to look at the stars. Observatory. Yeah. Oh, really? Did you go up there? Well, no, it was eighty bucks. We went up there um, for for coffee during the day. You go, hey, I can see the stars. Yeah, but it is cool. Tell you what, I, I missed my, my my flight wouldn't come home from Dunedin, and yeah. I just wanted to get home because obviously the earthquake. So I hired a car, and drove home mm-hmm. late Sunday night. Started driving about nine o'clock, and so I didn't get home to one in the morning. But um, I stopped for a pee. Mm-hmm. You obviously want to hear about my pee but mm-hmm. um, and I was going for this pee and then I looked up and the star's out in the middle of nowhere oh, yeah. it's just amazing isn't it yeah you know, I was loving it okay what else John uh, what else uh, kids aren't well Tommy's not at primary not at um, Montessori so hopefully they'll kick back into action on Wednesday swimming day is Tuesday we love that take yep. both kids swimming today um, for lessons and other than that don't look too riveting just got to get back on track and really it's going to be a bit of an unknown this week in terms of... Yeah. I don't think I'll be too affected, but I know certainly a lot of people are, and if there's any way I can go out and help, I'll do that instead of working. Yep. Other than you. Bevan, exciting um, things happening. I was in Dunedin. Good old Dunedin. Mm, Dunners. Dunners, yeah. Did you go to Gardies? No. <laughs> no, Gardies, for those who don't know, Gardies is like a... No, it's closed down. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's right. What's, the, what's the other one? There's another one. The now. Cook. Yeah, 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 the cook. I've, heard, I've got some stories about the cook, but the Guardies, I never really did the Guardies thing. Guardies is a, a, a legendary pub, or was a legendary pub in Dunedin, uh, where they'd sell crates, and it was, mm. yeah, it was, but just where you got written off Completely. every night. It's a real student town. And so, uh, Dunedin, uh, what else? Yeah, I've got, I've got kids here because there's really no schools on. They're loving yeah, it. Yeah. They're hoping for more earthquakes. <laughs> they have to go to school, and they're hopeful they don't have to go to school tomorrow. I'm bloody hoping they have to go to school tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm out of the marathon. It's sad. Well, I, yeah, I'm going today because I was actually training pretty well, and um, I just I I I've done something to the heel of my shoe, yeah. on, my, on my shoe, on my yeah, yeah. foot. And at first, I thought it was going to be all right. It was sore for a couple of days, and then I went out just to like run, and it kind of came back. And then I tried to do some intensity, and basically for the last 
12 days I haven't read so and this is where I need to be doing the big yard yeah. so I was kind of like do I do do I just turn up and plot over mm. it's like well no maybe just spend some time getting it right and mm. so a little bit frustrated but you know life as an athlete you're going to get injured at times are you still going over oh yeah because I, I was only doing the marathon because I was going for a holiday right so it was, I wasn't going to do the marathon I was going because Tyler and I are going over and going to catch mm-hmm. up lots of mates porno and with the crew so it's going to be a good time so other than that um no Nothing. Nothing. That's it. I think played some guitar. Hopefully right. back to work. Yeah, you know, I was quite loving having a day off yesterday. <laughs> mm. So it's, it's okay. So the kids are not allowed to love having days off school, but you're allowed to love having hey, days off work. Yeah, well, the problem is when you have days off school, you've got kids around, you're not having a day off work, That's are right. you? Yeah, so, bloody kids. All right, I'm Ryan Russ. Ryan Bino. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha.